have you all just been friends for a long time? And I've known him for twenty five years. Twenty five years. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Back in eighty seven. WW two. Yeah. We made our we made friends by me ditching him at a magic tournament. Because <laughs> you're an I met Scott on a blind date. Yeah. Dated one time. Yeah. Dated nice. one time. No. So now we're just yeah. friends. Yeah. It's the bald bearded speed dating. We did not yeah. date. <laughs> Proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. We dare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff, get out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way. All right, hold, hold on, hold on. First off, first off, welcome to the Great City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Brogan. I'm Scott. Jeff just had to lose his seat, but Jeff is here. Bill's one of our old, old-timey spon- uh, old-timey advertisers. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Baker, go ahead and put your mouth up into that microphone. Me, I want to get up with the monster. A little bit closer. What he said. Yeah. Bill. There you go. Hi, Bill. Hey. Ah, can you hear yourself? She's, this is weird. Yeah. Anyway. Get close to that mic. It only hurts at first, brother. Get closer. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Lay the story on us, Bill. All right. We got World Cup going on right now. And I'm not country. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been drinking like you from the country. Correct. <laughs> this is so bizarre. What, that you can hear yourself? That I can hear you. <laughs> well, you can take off the headphones, man. If they, you can take okay. them off if they're easier take for you. Take them off. Yeah, there take them go. off. All right, here we go. So, in 1998, yeah, I uh, went to the World Cup in France. In France. All right. Oh, wow. All right. That's pretty cool. And seriously, mm-hmm. you were there. Correct. That's epic. Mm-hmm. And we were taking a midnight train from Marseille. Which is part of France to another country called Italy. <laughs> I know, I've heard of it. Um, yeah. Anyways. Sure, it's not pronounced Italy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you might be right because everyone's Italy asleep. <clears throat> Serious on the train. It was a midnight train. Boom, they're all asleep. Anyways, it was about a four hour trip, and about two hours into it, I got really hungry. And the the train came to a stop, and next thing you know, I saw a vending machine, and I went, yes, I'm getting some. So, boom, I ran out of the train, put five francs in, started to get back on, and the train took off. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Talk about a bullet train, okay? Oh, man. And so it was gone. A train that goes 70 miles an hour. And it was gone. Like 30 seconds. So, we went there. Anyways, I ended up getting on the side rail, and it's so you off. grabbed a hold of it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Jesus, I truly grabbed on, thinking I was going to get in. I was uh-huh. pounding so hard that there was blood coming off my knuckles, and they wouldn't let me in. And <laughs> next thing you know, 
I'm going, this, this is pure hell. I'm going through pure hell, and I'm going to die. And then somebody tr- uh, phoned in and said, there's somebody on the outside of your bullet train. And so the engineer came to a complete stop. Oh, you're saved. Totally. No. My, I whipped around. Oh, like no. I was going the other direction, and there was a cliff below with a big river and everything. So, first of all, the best part about this is as soon as I knocked on the door, somebody let me in after this all came to a complete halt, and they said, you're the reason that... The that we stopped. came to a complete <laughs> the reason there's problems in this world, mister. <laughs> so I ran over people's heads to get to my car, mm-hmm. broken. Because they were sleeping, right? Yeah, well, that I do. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> I had to get back to where my passport was, and I had to change my shirt. So I went from a white shirt to a red shirt. And then, sure enough, they came out with um, camouflage people with guns and, oh. and dogs. And I thought, they got me. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> they got me. But, no, the dogs did not sniff me out. So, they left. So, they were looking start. for you? This is why and people... And you just hit out? Yeah. This is why people hate Americans. <laughs> just so you know. That's this one reason right there. This is story. So statute limitations on an international incident over here. <laughs> Twenty years. So we're Twenty good, years. Right? I think you're safe. Sure. So then, I went back to find my friends that were three cars down, which is where I originally started. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Oh man, something happened. We're playing cards, and and the train came to a sudden stop." And I go. Well, let me tell you what just happened. <laughs> wow, Bill. Well, shit, Bill. I know. I'm. St- You're like Tom Cruise's. Yeah, this is like drunker, a Ethan Hunt style Mission Impossible drunk uncle. I should have wrote wow. the author. drunk uncle Bill. The Bill identity. Story. Yep. Bill. That's, All right, Bill. <laughs> that's a Tacoma story. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Thank you, Bill. Well Thank played. you for that story. Goodbye, y'all. All right. No, that's a good one. Good Thanks, luck, you guys. That's a good one. Next time, All right. we'll do another one. Can you get the AC? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill. I got two more. Not yet. Go Not yet. We got we to gotta deal with those ones. <laughs> so now I can introduce our guest, who uh, was the uh, fifth voice in all of that right there. Uh, ben. Ben Andrews. Am I correct there? You got it, sir. Absolutely. Now, you're here for <laughs> the Renton City Comic Con, <laughs> known as Rencon. Um, welcome to Tacoma. Why, thank you, sir. So, uh... Here, I'm going to sit down. Give me a second. All right, yeah. Sit down. Ruff, thank rustling you. up some chairs. Yeah. <laughs> We script these very well. Yeah. I like it. You had no I, idea. I love, the, I love the formality. I'm really nervous about saying the right thing. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Uh, if you're not hanging off a train, then you're doing it fucking wrong. <laughs> it's a fucking great story, man. That was a great it's fucking story. story. It was a great story. I'm not going to deny that. So do you, uh, have first, you ever stopped a uh, train in a foreign country? Uh, no, right. not at all. But I will tell you the, the <laughs> first moment of that story, because I'm freshly in Tacoma as... Of, you know, 45 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And this green-shirted drunk guy sits right next to me and starts telling a story. I'm like, oh, my God, where are we going to go with this? <laughs> but it was a pretty fucking epic story. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? At the end of the day, well played, sir. It was worth Well played. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh. Went into coma. 
Yeah. yeah. Also, Bill Baker is one of our first sponsors. Bill he Baker was. is really? a real estate agent, and he is awesome. You can get a hold of him at 253-569-6900. He's got stories. Wow, you knew is that. right? That was pimp, yeah, dude. And I haven't said that commercial in eight months. Wow. Yeah, give him a call whether you want to buy a house, sell a house, whatever kind of thing you want to do. That's my rain man. The, the gap site. The gap site? The gap site. Baby that's, gap? That's... Beyond websites now, it's oh. the sites. Oh, it's the dark Every web. Oh, we don't need the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are going to. Anyway, on, Bill. thank you, Bill. <laughs> um, so people can find information about the Renton City Comic Con very easily at rentoncitycomiccon.com. Uh, this is happening on the fifteenth and sixteenth of September. So we got a little bit of time, but we want to make sure and uh, we got you in so you could talk about it. Yeah, no, so, I totally awesome. appreciate that. That's awesome. How um, how long has uh, Rencon been going on? This will be a third year. Nice. Third year. Yeah, we started in 2016. And uh, you were one of the founders of uh, the inception of it all? Correct. So what made you decide to, uh, that you wanted to uh, get into the convention business? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was such a great decision. He hates money. Oh. He hates money. I hate, I hate life you and like, I hate joy. You love bringing people together. So I started a comic book convention. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you get to uh, watch everybody have fun and you get to experience none of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you get to experience a lot of pain. Matter of fact, we're we just made a partnership with another podcast uh, because we, we uh, approached them saying, "Listen, well, I should say I approached them saying somebody has to tell the story of what really happens behind the scenes in the planning of a convention," and they're like. You're right, because I have so many good stories, <laughs> and the world needs to know. But actually, my first introduction to uh, comic book conventions was NorwestCon. Oh, yeah. Have you guys ever been to NorwestCon? Yeah, we just We've did. Been for 23 years. Yeah. yeah. 24 years. We just did a uh, month-long uh we did a fear and loathing, essentially, where we spent the whole weekend and just we would get super hammered and yes. then we would just bring people into our, our hotel room and just kind of go off the cuff and record. And we had some actual sort of like things, things that people were yeah. promoting and stuff like that. But most of the time it was just lamenting about how long we've been doing it and how drunk we are. And, and we've been documenting NorwestCon for a few years now with... With mm-hmm. the Grit City podcast, yeah, and it's it's always it's it's the most different type of con. There's none like him. Well, I I was a for most of my life I would let's just call it a closet nerd, right? All right. So I I was raised in a really um, fundamental Christian religion. So if I was going to play Warhammer, I had to hide it under my bed. Oh. You know, I didn't get to watch mm-hmm. a lot of those movies. Uh, so. When I was about 30, I decided I wanted to get into entertainment a little bit. I'm like, God, I'm a geek. I love geek. I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. I love all this stuff. So I started acting, and then a couple years into it, I got approached by some guys, and we did a Star Trek fan film. Ooh, which one? It's called Star Trek Phoenix. Oh, really? And and matter of fact, we premiered it at NorwestCon. This was about seven years ago, and that was my introduction to Nor- to the, the Comic-Con lifestyle. And we went into those doors, and I <laughs> was like, what the fuck? Yes. This is the most amazing subculture of society. These people mm-hmm. don't give a 
two shits. Nope. They're getting drunk. They're having fun. They're no. playing games. And I just fell in love. Yeah, man, that's exactly what NorWest Con was for me, too. Because yeah. I, I, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't either. I drove this kid one day, or one year, Brogan. I drove him, dropped yeah. him off. And then the next year I went, and I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know this was a real thing. I still blows my mind sometimes. I, it, yeah, it was an incredible experience. My wife still teases me because my wife is kind of like a princess diva. Okay. And the night we... (laughs) (laughs) No, shit, you're not. This is one of my favorite stories that she tells other people. Uh, So we premiered NorwestCon and then we had... Or premiered Star Trek Phoenix and then we had a party. It was at that restaurant that used to be at the top. I don't know if it's still there. Maxie's, yeah. Maxie's, still there. Still definitely there. (laughs) And I played the captain in Star Trek Phoenix and my character's name was uh, Captain Avari. Okay. And so... Tara, my wife, shows up at NorwestCon and she's walking through the door and she's seeing people in costumes and she's seeing people on leashes. Oh, yeah. And she's seeing people on leashes and also in outfits that wouldn't normally fit their bodies, you Mm -hmm. know, in normal. And so she's like, what am I doing here? And then some staff, she texted me and I I said, hey, I'm up at Maxie's. And some staff came and grabbed her. And and they're like on their, they're on their uh, walkie talkies. Like we have Captain Navari's wife. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's name's Ben, Ben Andrews. He's not Captain Navari. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you go to any of the parties, uh, like in the party wing at that point? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you know all about those and how ridiculous those were as well. Yeah. I went to, um. So we went the first year, and then I went for three years after that. Oh, okay, like nice, constantly. Nice. I mean, I've just come for a night or so, but mm-hmm. but no, that's like I guess where my geek soul was fostered was NorwestCon. Yeah, totally. I always have a tie to that. I mean, I'm not that's tied really, to it now, but that's how we. I mean, we've been for it. It's funny because of how how in into it that Scott really is um, because he volunteers for him, yeah, and I you can volunteer all year round. Uh, NorwestCon org it's a good way to uh, help out with a local convention um but uh, <laughs> do you just drink your drink and run yeah he did oh bye bill he's gonna go he's got a train to catch yeah he does <laughs> jesus fucking christ <laughs> right? uh, we didn't uh, okay why americans trip. hate or other people hate yeah. americans did uh, not try to landmine you with that <laughs> no that was my favorite moment of the day just so you know do not apologize at all for that <laughs> that was not intended, that was awesome there's no way that I was not going to let him tell that story because no. I didn't know what to expect with that. <laughs> Hell, he said no. He might have got mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so eventually after doing that for a couple of years, you decided to um, embark on Rencon. How was the, um, how was the first year for you with that? Like, how did you uh, even begin to fathom putting together a convention? Cause everyone's like, Oh, I want to put something together in my town, but usually you don't have, any way to do it. It's usually just a pipe dream people will have. Yeah. Well, this one's had a very unique path. I'll be completely honest with you because um, on that road of acting and, and uh, the Star Trek stuff, mm-hmm. I have a project management background in my career. So I was quickly pulled into producing. So then I started doing a lot of producing gigs and it got to the point where uh, I get flown to Japan for five days to 
shoot some mobile commercial nice. and I'd be the producer and I'd get to tour Tokyo and do all this cool stuff. And then I get acting gigs. Uh, I've been on a couple TV shows, done fun stuff. But the thing about that industry, especially up here in the Northwest, is there's a lot of gaps between mm-hmm. your gigs, right? So uh, I got married in Renton. I, I have my kids. Like my, Renton, I, I have a love for Renton. Nice. I'm on the board of the Downtown Partnership. I'm on the Arts Council. I'm like, I'm like, balls deep in Renton, <laughs> right? And I wish, it, I wish that was a really good thing, and it is in many ways. But uh, bottom line is, the Chamber of Commerce lost its event director. Oh. And this is about three years ago, and. By being on the board of the downtown partnership, I was friends with the CEO, and she's like, would you come do interim role for me at least? And I'm like, well, it's events. I mean, I put together films. How hard could this be? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it begins. It's like I believe we right. said that one time when we started yeah. getting into comedy. Yeah. Uh, how hard was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard, I blanked my blank. But one thing I discovered real quickly is, and this is not an insult for any Chamber of Commerce, it's just the bar was really low. Uh, and Chamber of Commerce is all across the country are struggling. And it's simply because they're just doing shit the way baby boomers did shit. Which, well, let's do a 7 a.m. networking breakfast. Oh, yeah. Let's do a 5 p.m. after hours over at Sullivan's Insurance. Uh, uh. And, you know, and they're all declining and all across the country. And I was just fortunate enough to have this new CEO from... California, and I said, "Listen, if you're going to have me do this stuff, I'm going to just play around." She's like, "Okay." So we started doing new shit, like the stormtrooper cleanups and uh, all kinds of stuff. We started doing like you know bowling events, and you get to bowl with the chef of the Mariners and blah blah, whatever I could think of, and uh, started bringing in the millennials. Right, mm-hmm. that's the whole idea. Because my thing is, you pull 100 millennials and ask them what a Chamber of Commerce does. 99 of them are going to look at you like you don't know. Bing. What like, it's like, what's that? You got it. Like, they're not even and to they, the event part. Yes. They're like, like what's the that? council, right? Yeah. And they think it's a part of the city. Yeah. They think it's a part I'm of the trying. city. This fucking mic stand sucks. Well, talk into it. Talk. I'm trying. Talk to it like you love it. Oh, that was an awkward sound. <laughs> what, what did you just do? Making, oh, my God. I was making love. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the bottom line is beyond all – so, that the backstory is that we had a – what is the – oh, my God. My brain just went blank. The Uh-oh. drinking events in August. Um, Oktoberfest. Yes. Mm-hmm. We had an Oktoberfest that people had – it was a popular Oktoberfest in Renton, but it had gone south based entirely upon politics and conflicts uh, of interest. Yeah. Right? And so I was – one of my jobs was to resuscitate that. I'm like – they handed over me this pile of crap. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Do all it. these relationships are broken and everybody hates each other, but run the Oktoberfest. We'll figure it out, right? And so I tried and I tried and I tried and I'm like, no, I can't do this, but listen – I have a fresh idea. We could be the first chamber of commerce to ever incubate a comic book convention. Hey guys, do you like board games? Do you like miniature games? 
Do you like card games? Do you like any kind of game that doesn't require a battery in it? Well, let me tell you about our partner, Wizards Keep Games in Renton. They're up there at 17148 116th Avenue Southeast in Renton, Washington. Go up there, check them out, tell them you heard about them on the podcast. They've got nightly events, they've got magic tournaments, they've got board game days, they've got specials, they've got all kinds of stuff. Go in there, and if you make any purchase over $20, you get an entry into a drawing. Good for $100 in-store credit if you win. Oh, dang! It is announced at the end of every month in the newsletter, and I heard the owner is pretty awesome. And I also heard that the employees are all right. (laughs) So, get in there, check them out, have a good time, support a local business, and learn about games. Where can you find it? Online? Oh, yeah. WizardKeepGames.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on, I think there's, yeah, there's Twitter and there's an Instagram. Perfect. So get it. Wizards Keep Games. Yeah, them. Hey, everybody. It's Justin, and I'm here to talk about the Lindsay Jackman Group. Now, Lindsay Jackman understands that buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience, and that's why they have highly seasoned real estate professionals, and they're dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized service for everyone. They take a lot of great pride in the relationships they build, and they're going to work relentlessly on your behalf to help you achieve your real estate goals. Uh, Definitely check them out. You can contact Lindsay Jackman at 253-857-3316. She's located on 7201 Pioneer Way in Gig Harbor, and you can find all of that information just by searching for the Lindsay Jackman Group. Check it out. So this isn't a company doing it. It is actually the city of Renton holding this together well or putting it together that in itself is a whole nother story but I will tell you it's it started as a chamber of commerce event okay okay okay. right it started as a chamber of commerce event and uh, like two weeks ago the dotted line was finally signed that says no this was incubated by the chamber but it belongs to a private company okay but there was a shitload of politics <laughs> and drama. It's like everything with yeah, between I mean, there and now. Wow. Uh, and and uh, I was just talking to somebody the other day who he called it the geek geek economy, and he actually got that into the Urban Dictionary. The, wow. The geek economy. Yeah. That's I'm pretty very awesome. proud of all yeah. of my Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> geek economy, and and that's with a town like Renton. You know, you, as soon as they start seeing money, that. First year, they didn't see money, right? They saw an annoyance. But then second year, they saw lots of money. And then that's when the drama really started happening. Yeah, because everybody wants – well, everyone wants a piece. It's capitalism. Yeah. And everyone who is – any part of it wants to get as much out of it as humanly possible. Yeah. And then, and frankly, that old school kind of like baby boomer, they kind of came in and tried to push us around a little bit. But what they didn't understand, which I think all of us, <laughs> Gen X, mm-hmm. which I like to call the silent generation, for many years, we just stood there and we said, hey, yeah, what you guys said. Hey, th- yeah, sure, dad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Your rules, I get it. I'll wear my suit. I won't show passion. I got it. Don't don't show my back. But now, you know, we're all moving into our leadership roles. And now the baby boomers are a little desperate because they're leaving all their positions are retiring, whatever. And they try to push us around. Now we're like, well, I'm, I'm cool and all, but you want to go, bro? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is going to be the third year, yeah. uh, again, September 15th and 16th. And where is it located? So this, it's not in Renton. It's in Tukwila. It's in Tukwila. So I've, part of me wants to change it to Renticon. Da da da! Easy installments, <laughs> right? PSA, uh, fun. <laughs> All the rent cops in the world, right? <laughs> so essentially, the Seattle Southside Regional Tourism Authority, the Seattle Southside Chamber, and the City of Tequila, they knew that we were outgrowing our venue, mm-hmm. and they just kind of said, "Listen." Hey. We have our own funds that we can do to incubate events. That's and awesome, man. After three years, they jumped on that. Yeah, and they treated us. It was really weird because we started doing negotiations with them. And it's really, it's funny when you spend three years getting the crap beat out of you to do something you feels good for your community. And then another community, a uh, uh, bunch kinda, of other communities are like, hey, it. you yeah. guys are really cool. We want to treat you really good. You're like, hey, what is, am I walking into a trap? Right. So <laughs> we've heard that be real. before with uh, Tacoma and Puyallup. Well, I think it was Old Soldier, right? Yeah. Where they, they couldn't get anybody in Puyallup to even give them a hand. And they came to Tacoma. Well, Tacoma was like, yeah, sure. Put us, put it in. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you the phrase. There's a phrase that is now dear to me is you're never a prophet in your own village. That's a good point. You're never a prophet in your own village. And, and I mean, obviously that's a little grand voice, but my point is, is the, you know, when you're with your peers and you got a great idea, sometimes your peers aren't going to just respect it because yeah. you're a peer. Yeah, and yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, kind whatever. of a cool idea. But then you take it across the boundary and they're like, what? Is that why we get such high downloads from the UK? And you get four from your home state in Nevada. Right, right. My whole Total family, ever. Dude. <laughs> I haven't even listened to I one whole podcast. My heart is with you. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's my wife. Hey, how's the podcast sound? Yeah, all right. Eh, like, Whatever. That's not, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> we, hear, all right. We move forward nonetheless, right? So, Intaquila is very exciting on this. you got some guests lined up. I mean, normal uh, out of, for, for Comic-Con, you'll have the artists and the, the writers and yeah. stuff like that. You'll have yeah. all of those. And you, you have a lot of uh, local ones. Yeah, and we're not, you know, this is third year. Uh, we had 1,500 the first year. We had 3,000 last year. Oh. This year we're, we're you know, hoping for five. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not, like, bringing in the... What's a guy from Smallville that was just it's Todd Welling, Tim oh, Welling, yeah. John Welling, Tom whatever. Tom Welling. Tom Welling. Tom we're not Welling. bringing in like massive celebs. What we're really doing is bringing in our friends and our contact base. The, the really cool thing at this point for me uh, is that we are the first comic book convention to shoot their own original content. So we did that over the summer. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah, give so, us a little insight so on our, this. So it's our case study, right? Uh, being that I'm in the film world, uh, and I I do a couple other film endeavors that have given me a little bit of a network in L.A. So, Fun. and locally, I know a lot of the camera crews. I know a lot of the teams. and like, I'm friends with most of them. And so... We decided, why don't we try this case study where we'll shoot our own short film, we'll premiere it at the convention, and we'll just see how this whole process works out. And then if it works out like sh- sunshine and roses, then then next year we'll try our own pilot, our own Ooh. feature film. We'll premiere at our convention, and then we've got our own distribution path because we'll go to the other comic book conventions and they'll premiere oh, it, yeah. right? And then you can still promote the right. comic book convention you have. Yes. You have the distribution for that. Ooh. 
Right. And then I started telling my distributor buddies in L.A. about this. I'm like, I'm shooting a case study. You might want to just put your eyes on this. They're like, <gasps> what? That's interesting because it's, I mean, in this way, you're able to keep, uh, I see a lot of conventions nowadays, especially they're, they're getting kind of eaten up by larger companies. Right. And so at this point you can kind of be able to keep yourself afloat, keep it the way that you want to do it. And I think that's what a lot of people do. Any of the businesses around here, you want to be able to make your own imprint on it. And if it's just a normal, I don't want to call it like every convention, normal convention, but it's sell out, man. Right. But you're Uh, saying, you know, you're exactly exactly right you're exactly right and that's been my whole thing from the very beginning in everything i do especially the older i get i i'm sick of doing shit that other people do mm-hmm. you know it's like i feel you i want to do something new and fresh that other people aren't doing uh and it doesn't mean it has to be the most unique spiritual idea in the world it's just like i want to swim up river a little bit and so the cool thing about this one though is all i had to do so one thing that Rencon is really good at is taking care of the people that we fly in, right? Good. Our guests. Good. Right? So we fly. There's a couple of, pe- a couple of people yeah. that I can, I can tell you to, to never work with because those people are horrifying and you probably actually know their name. Actually, already. probably know one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them who tried to get involved with Rencon. And oh, he's from, and, and you shot him down? And he's from this. I didn't shut him down at first because, you know, he's a... He's a big, charmer. He's a big talker. Yeah. Uh, and has lots of photos with big name celebrities. Yep. And likes to tell you about that. Yep. Uh, but, I know exactly but that the, we're talking about the exact same person I'm right sure now. We don't we even are. have to say his sure name. Sure we are. You can say the name or we can yeah. edit it out so yeah. I have some idea with them. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't know him, but uh, yeah. yeah. I don't JP? know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll oh, tell you stories after. There's a yeah, virtual I'm, high I'm, five right there. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Um, we'll talk about UJP later. I'm sure. And, find I know, it. and and find joy in the fact that people are still finding you relevant and talking about you. Ooh, ouch. No, uh, he was cool until he wasn't. And it, and it was really not about, it was just about him disrespecting team yeah. volunteers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and these are the people yeah. that yes. uh, are doing it for the love of it. So yeah. you want to treat them right. You want to treat the people who are flying in right, and that's what you're like. You obviously see that at this point. Yeah. But. Well, treat the people that support you right, and the people that mm-hmm. come in and take a risk on your convention. Like the Power Ranger guys came in; uh, they were there last year, and you know they're they're really cool guys. And so we you know we gave them super nice hotel rooms, and we fed them, and they had shuttles everywhere, and and just. Uh, I get it when you're taking a chance on a new convention, and but it's important for me to for that to be a good experience for you. Absolutely. So, so that pays had paid off dividends when I was like calling my buddy who did the Drax. He did Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. He did this suit design oh, for Drax, right? Shit. And Kenneth Calhoun, matter of fact, is his name, and he works for Legacy Effects out of L.A. And I'm like, hey, we're going to shoot a short film. You want to do the creature design? He's like, fuck yeah, I Yeah, do. right? Yeah. And then we had prop makers and makeup artists all from the Rencon family. Awesome. So you're just sourcing from people that already mm-hmm. are part of your family. And then we got uh, Brad Carter who uh, is in, you'd recognize his face. He was in Sons of Anarchy, True Detective, and he came out and played the lead in the short film. Nice. And uh, we shot it out on Vashon Island. I just saw the final cut like three days ago. And so we'll premiere it 
at Rencon at the AMC Theater at the mall. Oh, so nice. Yeah, so the cool thing, we're doing something a little unique there, too, because Hotel Inner Urban is this brand-new hotel in South Center. And it's 19 stories, and it's one block from the mall. Ooh, yeah, really? it's this, it's a luxury hotel. They just built. They boom! Talking to your mucking for you, motherfucker. Trying is thing a piece of shit. Sure, uh, sure. Give a guy two and a half drinks, and he can't hold a microphone. You're a dick. <laughs> uh, ouch! I don't. I think it was just two drinks. Yeah, was just, <laughs> yeah. Bill Baker drank my drink. <laughs> I think that's his goddamn look. He's pouty. He's yeah, like fuck Bill so Baker. <laughs> he did drink. Did he come uh, back and give you another one? No, he's too drunk to. Come back, dude. He I wandered yeah, out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't want true. him back right now. He's good. That's sure? Because we yeah. could get him. No, 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 no. no if you no. say his name three times, just he disappears. Just make him. <laughs> boogeyman, boogeyman. <laughs> just make him bring us more drinks. I could, We can handle him if he's bringing more drinks. Yeah, yeah. I got something. I've been. Um, I started going to cons when uh, autographs were like 25 bucks. Right. And that, that was the most. And then they jacked up to 80. And, like, like we ran into and people were complaining about oh, it. Sorry. So, oh man! Is that my mom? I'm professional. <laughs> is that my mom? So we talked to her earlier. Yeah, remember? we talked to my mom. And <laughs> she called. Yeah, we got her on it. That's so awesome. So I got to the point where you couldn't afford the celebrity autographs, right? Or you picked the one that you wanted, and I got some real good ones. But I noticed that the smaller cons, like I, you, we said, bump elbows with Norman Reedus before he was Norman Reedus. You know, yeah. before the whole Walking Dead took off, and it was like you took eighty bucks, and I, I found out I got more pleasure going to the vendors uh, and the local people and picking up their stuff than I did saving up. Or you could save up all your money to get one autograph. So yeah. there really is something for the smaller. Uh, people really do um, appreciate that more and get more involved with the smaller cons. And, yeah, you know. But but people got like make money, right? And so yeah. it's really uh, one of the ones that I really loved. It was called Scream Fest, and now they call it Spooky Empire. Started mm-hmm. out in the Wyndham Hotel in Florida, and now they're like the whole conference center, the the, the Florida Orlando conference center. Wow. And it was really sad to see them blow up that big yeah but you understand people are gonna make yeah. money right yeah, yeah. it's capitalism proud. of course would, yeah and i started going when it was ground up where you knew everybody even um um joy fatone used to go there <laughs> and, and it was just like there's joy fatone and he'd hang out with you and he would talk to you and he wasn't he, there was one know. of them that i had a uh, uh uh one of the conventions just talking with uh, clint howard and it was just totally random. <laughs> just having a conversation with Clint Howard. And I'm like, yeah, hey, this is cool. And I mean, he's been in a million, uh, a million, well, everything Ron Howard's in or does and yeah. has anything with. But it was just fun to see all that. You get to meet a lot of the people who are super appreciative of even hanging out and being able to hang out with the fans and such. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the uh, the jaded types, really. So good job. Keep it up. Well, we're, you know, <laughs> we're trying. We're it trying. It sounds like you're getting big already. After just three years, you're, you're starting to, to grow. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, I mean, being com- full transparency, we, we've outgrown our system of handling it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because I've got a board and they're all volunteers and we they all are passionate and amazing. But, but now we, we've got a whole hotel. We have a, we have a store in the mall for really? that weekend. Well, 5,000 people is a lot of people. If that's yeah. what you're expecting. That's a yeah. lot yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a store. So we negotiated a deal with the mall. 
And so we will pre- be premiering our short film at AMC Theater, too. So now we have a footprint at AMC. Nice. We have a footprint in the mall. And it's kind of, it's cool. Like, well, one of the other unique things we do is we have this panel that we call our science panel. We have a science track. So we have the STEM director from NASA that flies in. Cool. He did that for the first two years. This year he said, I want to fly my wife in. I'll pay for it all. I just want to come because I enjoy the experience so much. Right. And so on that science panel, it's SpaceX, Blue Origins, and NASA. And nobody knows this shit, right? Because it's yeah. Rencon. Like, who right. the fuck's going to go to Rencon? <laughs> but nobody knows that there's this right. gold mine of geekasm that's happening. Yep. Uh, and they talk about, I think the name of the panel last year was Star Trek. Are we there yet? Right. They're the dumb. I, I don't know. That's my, I love NorWestCon. That's for the yeah. same reason. We ran into scientists from Los Alamos we, we've interviewed. Like, people we would never right? touch in real life, ever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my favorite part. So how do you feel about space travel? Like one of the big things was that, oh, go colonize Mars. Would you get on the uh, the rocket if you knew that there's no way going back and you're going to be one of the first colonists over on Mars? No. No? Hell no. You got too much fun stuff going on here? I'll be on the second one. We'll make sure they get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really great question that I've never thought about because you know, have you heard of Planetary Resources? Have you heard of this company? No. Those motherfuckers are this close to getting out there and mining the asteroids around us and bringing those resources back. Oh, Wow. Yes. See, that would uh, absolutely change the resources because then you're just literally catching stuff that's flying by. Stick out a, a net, so to speak, and you're just... Yep. Wow. Yeah. So, and they're they're growing massively. That worked out for Bruce Willis in that one movie. Yeah, right? Well, no, he was going up there to blow up the asteroid because it was going to kill us. He was a deep... He was a miner. Well, he was a miner. He could drill stone. Which apparently, it was easier to... Uh, <laughs> drill, drill stoned or drill stone? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, any of you guys watched the uh, new uh, Lost in Space on Netflix? I liked it. Do you? Yeah. I haven't watched it. I liked yeah, it too, I, man. I thought it was yeah. good. I'm about three the episodes first, in. I was watching it last night. The episode is a hard one to watch because you feel like you just hate all of the characters yeah. except for the little boy. Like yeah, just I, yeah. like you guys complain and fight too much. I change because I hate through, that little boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like him either. I'm like fucking figure out the robot, dude. He's gonna kill everybody if you don't figure it out. Stop so, whining. You got a giant robot. I enjoyed it. I think where they left it, it is I interesting. Parker yeah. Posey is. A nice I like. I like well, her. I mean, any character that you can make you hate somebody that much is a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I hate her character yeah. so much. I hate a lot of her characters. Like, I don't even know who that is. That's like, Doctor Smith. I'm like, you, oh, okay. you yeah, bitch, yeah. just just help. Holy killer. Grow. Just help. <laughs> Grow. We all make mistakes. You've killed a few people. Fine. Grow. <laughs> we all done that, right? <laughs> like, we all got skeletons, you know? Uh, but, yeah. But that's, like, Lost in Space makes me think about, no, I don't want to be on the, the first. No. No. That's, no. Like, there's nothing there. that looks I remember, fun. like, watching, like, The Martian and being like, oh, see, this guy's making it happen. There's a bunch of shit that's going on, yeah. of course, but but still, yeah, like, it's kind of cool. It's Anywhere like, I have to be in a suit to live, fuck that. Yeah, you, you guys can have that shit. Right? right. right. In case of diarrhea away from dying. Right. right. And I'm just thinking about it. It's like, oh, it's like the Wild West. You just go out. You know, you don't really know what's going to go out there, go on, and you you forge your own path, and that's kind of cool. Oh, fuck that. I chipped a tooth opening a fucking thing. My dentist is two blocks from my house. I don't need no... He, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Now, now, granted, now, granted, they find a planet that's like, you know, two years away. 
and it's just like Earth. Sure. It's a different story because I don't need the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I can breathe. I can run. But... But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. first first set you're gonna wait for the Hilton to pop up Hilton Mars, <laughs> and then you can go ahead and hit it. <laughs> I don't know. Mars. What's the credit score cutoff? What do you what? Uh, for credit? The people that get to go? What oh, do you? Yeah, oh, is it, well, you got like, bad credit. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Are we good? Well, I don't think we need to worry about credit scores when you're going on to a different planet. No, I'm hiring I don't, employees right now, and yeah. I'm doing credit checks and background checks on these people, and I'm just like, <laughs> they don't. Hmm, need, that's a segue. You, or would I send you to the Mars? Mars? I don't think 400 is going to get you to Mars. <laughs> I'm just, so. I'm think, just throwing you, that out there. I think you got to be like 690 plus. <clears throat> yeah, I think it. Yeah. The so if fuck? not space, would you guys do underwater? If you could live underwater, like live if, underwater. Like, yeah, in the bottom of the ocean, there's, like, underwater, worse. like, like hotels and stuff. Like the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> like the abyss. Yeah, like, like the abyss. We've got one yeah, side together. Right? right? The you abyss. Wanna, you want to check something out, but super creepy, look at the IMDb trivia on the movie The Abyss. Oh. James gosh. Cameron is a crazy person. Well, he, Why? And yeah. Ed, uh, Ed Harris, like, fought him. Because he almost killed him. I was going to say, yeah. James he's, Cameron almost let James him Cameron w- was making movies so he could fund his deep, si- deep sea diving into like, the Mariana Trench the, and shit. Yeah. Like, he is insane. Because he's yeah. just, he's funding these blockbuster movies he's so he can make. with underwater. Yeah, yeah. he's one of those yeah. guys, right? Like the Tesla guy, like Elon Musk. He's just fucking super crazy, but then he goes out and does crazy shit where you're like, wow. He's That's exploring cool, yeah. the bottom of the ocean. That's pretty neat, right? So would you rather like do the guys. would you rather do the ocean than space or uh, <laughs> if you had to pick if there was no choice no choice no other choice other than those land, two yes land was done yeah you live which in the terrible ocean. death would you like <laughs> yeah you can be the dude from the Martian or you can be SpongeBob right <laughs> no Krabby Patty no. <laughs> or SpongeBob this is a, a real life conversation we're having. <laughs> <laughs> you too can have conversations like this Fucking at Rencon. Jeff, Jeff he's, he's you know, I, about it. I I will admit I'm terrified of both of them, and I'd hell no on either of them. But probably space. If you space, had to. yeah, because you know what? Even if you were going to die, you'd have that moment where you leave orbit and you look back at the planet. And there ha- would have to be like a, at least a spiritual moment where you're like, God yeah. damn, I can rub one out in space. Yeah. yeah, but but if you're underwater, it's what? just like that's so black. Yeah, like, and everything's there. I can't see shit. Yeah, in space, Star Trek had taught me you might have a chance of fucking a green chick, <laughs> but mm. underwater, you got like mermaids and they don't jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. 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 you'd it'd have to. Way. Yeah, to be like anglerfish. Yeah, angler. yeah. Ang- I'm gonna get an anglerfish tattoo. Uh, you always get a bad tattoo. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you have one cool tattoo. Yeah, well, you don't have any tattoos. Yeah, so I don't so have any bad tattoos. Shut up, you. <laughs> oh, my tattoos are bad, too, bro. Yeah, I yeah. know. I've it's seen you without your shirt on. I know. <laughs> like, the only reason you have shoulders is because they're hairy. Well, that's probably you, true. Wow, now we're just insulting everyone. I do now. have a I do have a promotion. I'm, I think I'm starting with a Renton tattoo artist where Ooh, we're really? going to have a party. And anybody who gets a Rencon tattoo gets free VIP access oh, to sure. the hotel. Yeah, where do I have to put it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I bought, uh, Scott's I like, I got enough visible? tattoos. I can put on my ass. Uh, <laughs> 
don't so we we'll have to keep information right, on so that what one. What else we got here? I think we're good, man. I uh, seriously, Ben, thank you for, oh, uh, for me, dealing with our ridiculousness and dealing with Bill Baker. You guys are awesome. Bill Baker. Anytime. Awesome. Again, people can go to Renton City Comic Con. Check it out. Get all the information there. Uh, keep up on the site too, because I assume that uh, as of this recording, it should be either soon to be uh, your. Uh, uh, well, you'll have the video out uh, for Renton City Comic Con, but all the information will be there for everything as well. Yeah, and we have a, several videos out. We got a YouTube page and nice. a lot of fun videos. There's a Check out one the show notes. One video, uh, Deadpool takes you on a tour of the hotel. Excellent. Um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that is fantastic, Ben. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com.